Hello, kings, queens, and everything in betweens. My name is Megan, and this is my podcast, Just Fucking Whatever. Hello, monster fuckers. And that is especially relevant today because your girl is doing something new. I'm going to read a passage from the book that I am writing for fun about lesbian vampires because that is clearly a hole in that market and I'm gonna fill it. Ever since Twilight, I've been dreaming of having a lesbian vampire girlfriend. Alice was just it for me. Yeah. And then you get the Vampire Diaries with all their sexy ladies. I mean, Rebecca? Horrible personality. Amazing bod. Anyway, the backstory for this lovely, lovely passage I'm going to read to you guys is that we have two vampires who were turned in the 1500s and their siblings. The vampires are lovers. Their names are Cecily, which is the point of view. She's the main character whose point of view the story is from. And then there's Euphemia, who is her love interest. She goes by Fee. And then Cecily's brother, Lot. His full name is Lancelot. And Fee's sister, Emma. And then they have a friend who lives with them named Thomasine who my plan for their character is to transition into Thomas and go from being called Tommy with an I to being called Tommy with a Y. Um, and yeah, they're living in Colorado. And basically they exchange properties in the town for like people feeding them their blood which is kind of a genius idea because they're super rich. They've been alive since the 1500s. Um, Cecily is descendant from Vikings, which is why, like, in the first scene, I have her cutting her hair because it's, like, a signifier of her ancestry, but she's becoming someone else and adopting, like, more of a biker exterior very much in my own way. And, of course, I'm reflecting myself in my main character that is just basic writer stuff. Anyways, this book is going to be beautiful. We're going to have the characters turned because they were dying. They were sick and dying, and so one of the oldest vampires was in their village and turned to them so they wouldn't die. Thomasine and Cecily and Fee. So yeah, that's the rest will have to come with time. I don't really know. But I do know that I have this lovely scene to read for you guys. And it's pretty hot based on real life and fantasy. And this is my first time trying to write, basically write porn. So we'll see how it goes. I hope you guys like it. Um, hope you don't like it too much, though. <laughs> Anyways, 
Yeah, listen. Listen to my story. Okay, sip of wine. Okay, so in the beginning of the scene, they just had their neighbors over for lunch. And everybody ate the neighbors, healed them back up, had some ribs, and now everyone has gone for the day. So our lovers, hate that word, are alone. Finally, we are alone in the house. I hear Fee's heart begin to race as I make my way across the room to her in a manner of seconds. My hand moves to her waist as she wraps herself around me, surrendering to a deep carnal desire. Every curve of her body deepens the ache inside of me as I trace her with my fingertips. As I lift Fee, her legs wrap around my waist, leaving her devilishly tongued mouth right next to my ear. I was extra bad today, wasn't I? She whispers into my ear, breathing hard. Guess you'll have to punish me. I carry her across the living room to the dining room table and lay her across the fancy scarlet red tablecloth. V gazes up at me with her big eyes, feigning innocence in a way that drove me absolutely insane. I start to slowly unbutton her blouse with my left hand as my right hand moved to Fee's upper thigh. Her body is pulsing with sexual tension as I take my time teasing her. I begin to push up Fee's skirt. She moans and gently bucks her hips until she can no longer wait and pushes my hand further up her thigh, begging for release. She should know better after almost 500 years. Cecily, please, she begs, softly pouting her lips in an attempt to get back on my good side, but it's too late. In one swift, hyperspeed motion, I rip off her blouse and skirt and force both her arms above her head. She struggles against me, whimpering as she rubs herself against my thigh. Under her somewhat modest outfit, Fee has on the custom black lace lingerie I had made for her our last anniversary. She catches me admiring her well-planned surprise and taking the opportunity pulls her arms free. Fee begins to touch herself through her lingerie. I place my hand on her throat and kiss her like you can only kiss someone when neither of you actually require oxygen. I use my thumb to raise her chin, exposing her pale neck, and begin tracing patterns on the soft skin with my tongue. She pulls me in with urgency, encouraging me to bite her neck. Fee gasps as I replace her hand with mine her eyes widening in response to me pulling her underwear aside. I look into her eyes as I push her legs apart. I slide one finger inside of her and curling it to, pre curling it to press on her G-spot. Fee's back arches in response, and I move to kiss her hip bones, then her lower abdomen. Her hips buck again in anticipation, and I trace her labia with my tongue. 
When I finally begin to lick her clit, her gape mouth lets out a symphony of moans. I place a second finger inside of her, and Fee's eyes roll back in her head. I alternate my fingers, placing pressure on her G-spot until she tightens around them. As I feel Fee getting closer to climax, her body spasms in ecstasy, and her back arches to the point of lifting her whole body off the table. I continue to play with her softly as she recovers. Then I lift her up off the soaking wet tablecloth and toss her over my shoulder. I'm not done with you yet, I declare, biting her ass cheek, carrying her to the bedroom. I throw, throw Fee across the bed, and before she can protest, I bind her in restraints, fastening both of her wrists and legs to separate corners. She is completely helpless. So yeah, that was, that was that. That was what I said it was. My first sex scene ever written. Um, so yeah, I thought, you know, you were on a sex podcast. Might as well let the, let the readers hear it, see what they think. So yeah, let me know, was that hot? But yeah, a little secret about me. I actually hate having other people read my writing. I love having other people read my writing, but it's also embarrassing as hell. And most of all, I hate when I hand someone something of my writing to read and they start reading it out loud. I'm like, no, keep that to yourself. That's not for everyone. Otherwise, I would have read it out loud myself. Anyways, yeah, I've been writing a lot these past couple days. I think this story is really interesting, so it's speaking to me and speaking through me, if I want to sound pretentious about it, which I am holding a glass of red wine and have been this whole time I've been writing, so I mean, I guess a little pretentious is earned. I, since our last episode, I turned 21. That is insane. I, I mean, I just graduated high school a few years ago. It doesn't feel like I should be 21 yet, but here we are. I had a little party for my birthday, and a lot of my friends came. It was really nice. I had some people bring me some super fun presents. My big gave me really cute earrings. One of my friends from group therapy gave me some, some crystals, including rose quartz which i've been wanting so i was very very grateful to that and then my sorority aunt brought me a really nice gift (laughs) but yeah a lot of my sorority sisters came some of them did not i found out one of them maybe didn't because her boyfriend wouldn't let her he knows that she likes me and i like him her not him. (laughs) So it's just a really interesting situation. But, you know, I've had plenty of people cut me off because their partners didn't want them talking to me. And it always sucks. And it always feels bad. And I hate it. But 
I mean, gotta keep living, so can't let it get to you too bad. I am very grateful to everyone who showed up, and I've been having a great time finally getting to party with my sisters. It's really enjoyable, and even the ones who couldn't make it to my birthday party, I've gotten to hang out with them through all the little parties we had after activation. So yeah, my life has been going pretty good except for finals, which sucked, but are over, and I don't have to repeat any classes, so woohoo! But yeah, I mean, I will tell y'all this funny story, and I might get yelled at, but she's not talking to me anyway, anymore, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, the girl I was talking about, she was bringing me something. Not gonna divulge that information, because then it would be too obvious to people who know. Um... And her boyfriend was in the car, and she looked gorgeous, as always, as she always does. And just looking up at me, talking to me, and before I walked away, I leaned in the car, and I was like, hey, nice to meet you, to her boyfriend, and he barely looked me in the eye, and just kind of, like, waved. I was like, oh pinched a nerve there, did we? I don't know. Felt a little powerful, not gonna lie. Walking away looking fine as hell. But I always look fine as hell, so... Whatever. <sighs> yeah. Other than that, I've been seeing someone who makes me very happy. I have honestly just two people <laughs> that I see on the regular and one of them is A, you know, she's been around for a while and another one, he's new and he has really cool roommates and he's super sweet to me but he's another guitarist <laughs> I think I'm sensing a pattern <laughs> Anyways, didn't want to make a super long episode today, just a short little snippet of what I've been working on, and some life updates. Thank you guys so much for listening, I really appreciate it, and I make this show mostly for me, but the fact that y'all enjoy it means a lot to me. Thank you so much, I hope you keep listening, and... Yeah, goodbye, you monster fuckers. <laughs>